Welcome, 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 and hello, and greetings to you listeners. This is your host, Rita Robati-Peterson. This is Healing Hearts Podcast, where we discuss raw topics with real people. We also provide resources to help grow you in your faith journey, and also share testimonies, so you will be encouraged to keep moving forward. Don't get stuck, because you won't get stuck here. Stay tuned for the next topic, prayer. Eight keys to a more powerful prayer life in our day and age today. You know, I love Luke 5.16 because it shows that just like you and me, Jesus needed a break from the demands of his busy life to recharge his batteries and spend time with his heavenly father. The life of Christ is intended to give us examples we can follow and learn from. So even though he was God, um, Jesus didn't draw on his superpowers as the son of God when it came when it came to facing life's challenges. Instead, when he was exhausted or burdened or in need of spiritual refreshment, he would slip away to pray, plugging into the power, perception, and purpose that can only be found in God's presence. Luke 5.16, but Jesus himself would often slip away to the wilderness and pray. Prayer is one of the most powerful weapons God has given us. And looking ahead at what is coming for each and every one of us, I believe it has never been more important for God's people, you and I, to be on our knees, to be in our secret places, to be in a life that is in constant uh, abiding in the vine. But knowing how to pray is not always easy. You know, some of us don't pray because some of us are intimidated because we feel that we have to know or don't know. Our don't knowing keeps us in a place of fear. But today, I choose to enlighten you. As you begin this 15-day prayer challenge, I encourage you to listen to this podcast as often as you need to. Jesus' disciples felt the same confusion. They were familiar with the oft-repeated prayers of the Torah, but Jesus prayed with a kind of authority and power they had never seen before. As though God was listening, so when they came to Jesus, as told in Matthew chapter chapter 6, they didn't say, teach us another prayer. They said, Lord, teach us to pray. The Lord's Prayer, um, you can read in Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 to 13, is Christ's response to the disciples. It is a beautiful prayer and one that every one of believer as a faith in faith should hide in their heart. I challenge you to make time to memorize that. But Elegant as the words are, I do not believe Jesus intended it to be another like 
just prayer, you know, that we just pray out of obligation. Rather, it was to be an example of how to pray. It says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we've forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. So here are eight keys that I, you know, that have helped me over the years as walking in faith. Um, and to develop a more prayful and effective prayer life. Number one. Know to whom you are speaking. Prayer is a conversation with God. And every conversation begins by addressing the person to whom you are speaking by name. Jesus begins with our Father in heaven. He focuses on a distinctive person, the Heavenly Father, with whom he has a personal relationship with. We share the same right to call God Father, and there are times when we need to talk with our Abba Father. But God is three distinctive persons in one, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I just find it very helpful to just talk to all of them. Don't try to wrap your brain around it. Who you talking to just address our Father in heaven. Often I talk to Jesus, the friend who's closer than a brother and the savior of my soul. Other times I'm crying out to the Holy Spirit who fills and empowers me to do the task Father God has called me to do. Having a distinctive sense of who I'm speaking to helps me formulate what I want to say and how I want to say it. Number two, thank him. A heartfelt thank you is always a great conversation starter, like any parent, right? God loves to see that we have grateful hearts, but more importantly, as we take the time to praise God for all he has done in the past, the answered prayers, the impossible situations overcome, the healing and grace, our faith to believe or even greater answers to prayer grows stronger and more confident. Praise opens the gates of heaven and should always be a part of our alone time with God. Number three, ask for God's will. The Lord's Prayer is not the only place where Jesus role modeled a heart of obedience and submission to the will of God over his own desires and needs. In the Garden of Gethsemane, only hours before Jesus' crucifixion, we would once again pray. He would once again pray, not my will, but yours be done. In a world where right and wrong are frequently confused and the future is so uncertain it can be hard to know how to pray or what to ask for when difficult circumstances arise but the one thing we can know with absolute certainty is that god's plan for whose who love him is good and the safest place we can be is in the center of his divine will Number four, save what you need. 
In Jesus' time, bread was a stable, one of the most basic needs of life, and he did not hesitate to ask God to provide it. But we often hesitate to bother God with the little things we need, thinking he shouldn't be bothered. And when the big problems come, we try everything we can to solve the problem before we think to pray. The Bible says you do not have because you do not ask God. So never hesitate to ask God for what you need. Your Father in Heaven delights to give you good gifts. Number five, ask for forgiveness. In James chapter 5 verse 16 reminds us that if we want our prayers to be heard, our hearts need to be right with God and with one another. If you feel your prayers are bouncing off the ceiling, take some time to check your heart. Number six, pray with a friend. There is power in agreement when we pray in Jesus' name. When I have an urgent need to take before the throne of God, I will often call a friend to pray with me. If you don't already have one, making make finding a trusted prayer partner one of your goals and you have one here as you're starting the 15-day prayer challenge number seven pray the word you know i often look at many women in my life and in my journey of faith there have been many uh women and men that pray that are spiritual prayer warriors and as much that I know about prayer I learned from them I love to listen to how they pray um, because of every need or situation you know she would you know we they would put scripture on it you know scripture promise you know the word of God has power and is our great spiritual weapon and I'm telling you You know, when you pray the word of God, you're giving God his word back and he is faithful to see it done. Jesus did the same when he was tempted by Satan in the wilderness. If you if you go ahead and read in Luke, the book of Luke, chapter four, verses one to twelve, he was a son of God, but he did not use his divine authority. Instead, he used the authority of the scriptures. You see it many times in those times when Jesus was in the wilderness and fasting and praying and, you know, the enemy attempted him so many times, but he kept on saying, for it is written, for it is written, for it is written to the enemy. And so that's what we're doing in this 15 prayer, 15 day prayer challenge is really praying the word of God over our situations, over our life, over our loved ones, and really standing on it. And number eight, memorize scriptures. You know, there's always a way that you can either, you can, um, you can listen to scripture. You can, um, you can, uh, really just, you know, the important key is to make sure that you're feeding your spirit. Even at nighttime, when you're sleeping, put on scriptures while you're sleeping, read the word, you know, um, when you're praying with others, you know, grab a hold of scriptures that pertain to their situation and speak it 
uh, you know, over them and through them and, and through your prayer time. So it's so important. Memorize scripture because the most important key to a vibrant prayer life is to understand our spiritual authority in Christ as explained in the scriptures. The only way to do that is to become intimately familiar with the Bible. You know, every as you're as you're beginning this 15 day prayer challenge, you will see that we're going to build on scriptures every day. Okay, so I am excited. Keep on listening to this if you need help on how to pray, what to pray, um, and you will have a community that will be walking it out with you. So I'm excited and be excited if you are. Um, well, thank you for lending us your ear here at healing hearts podcast we hope we've helped you to connect what you heard to your mind and flow to your heart so that it can push your feet to keep pressing forward this is your host ruta peterson and god bless